0: You're listening to Splash with Shaleen Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul.
1: We're back. Oh, I'm Woo-hoo! so excited. We're <laughs> so excited to welcome you to season two of the Splash Zone. Hi, everybody. I'm Shaleen Bryan, and as always, I'm, I'm joined Barbara Cameron. by my buddy. That's right, the one and only. But before we dive into our Splash session, we just wanted to thank our listeners yeah. for tuning into season one. It, it was more than two people. Like, it was crazy. It was really great. I, it it's amazing. Really great. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Your response. The responses that we've gotten from you have been awesome and wonderful and heartfelt and all those humbling, encouraging yes. words. Yes. But what I'd really like to do is actually read. Want to read, Barbara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple cool. comments. Okay. So the listener, Jen Jem, 17 she said, I have heard God spoken truth, laughed uncontrollably, snot snob, say <laughs> that ten times, yeah. and prayed with you and your guest like I am visiting with girlfriends at home. Aww, ah, that's you are really at wrong. home, that's Jen. Really come wrong. join yeah, us. Yeah, you absolutely. are welcome in the splash zone as our guest anytime. anytime. That's right.
0: Okay, so I got a letter from
1: um, a listener. A letter. I mean
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Barbara still gets letters. Handwritten later. Oh she gosh. letters. She walks to her mailbox. She puts on
0: the stamp. She I gets her know. letter opener well, up. Well let me tell you okay. we should be doing more of okay, that okay. these days. I'm a Everyone yeah. send Barbara a letter, <laughs> snail mail. Do that, snail mail, be it personal. <laughs> Make it personal. No, but share this lady. She's awesome. Her name is uh, Busy Me, and she says, I am blessed every time I listen in. Your interviews are authentic, they're genuine and engaging. You make me want to walk my talk. Thank you for splashing me.
1: Isn't that awesome? Yes. And to that, Barbara and I want to say thank Thank you you. for splashing us. Thanks so much. Woohoo. I mean, it has been. I mean, I didn't realize how much of a drought I was in.
0: I know, huh? Until
1: I started doing the show. I know. And these it's... guests just completely rehydrated me. And Inspire us. It, it is. Because I know that a lot of people are faced with challenges and pain and fear and uncertainty. And in those seasons where we're dehydrated, and some of you know who those people are intimately in mm-hmm. your life, in your circle, at your work, in your family, just splash them with some love. Yeah, yeah. Nobody needs haters right now. Can we just splash a little love and laughter and encouragement and rehydrate each other's souls so that we can run the race that God has set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Mm -hmm. So today I'm super excited to talk about focused faith. Mm. Um, In my book, Ridiculous Faith, I share in chapter one, um, a chapter called Back to the Bank. It's actually called Direct deposit. Uh-huh. Um, the last chapter of the book is back to the bank, but this is just something that I have been noticing so much. And just traveling, you might have noticed this too, where people are using the word faith like it's saying "God bless you" or right. or something like right. like just well just have faith yeah. or or you know you got to have faith to get through it. What are we, George Michael? You know, right. like this word gets used, and I'm like, faith in what? Right. And you can't really say that because that sounds rude. But I wanted to just take some time during this episode to maybe just throw around these cliches and catchphrases and really hone in on what God intended. Mm. I mean, even in the Webster Dictionary, there are definitions of faith, right? Mm -hmm. Allegiance to a duty or a person. Two definition, belief and trust in and loyalty to God. Can you believe that's in the dictionary? Three, firm belief in something for which there is no proof. Mm. Four, something that is believed with strong conviction. Mm. So, I mean, for us, when I hear the word faith, or if someone even says, I think people feel awkward when something bad happens, like, just have faith, it'll it'll be okay. You'll be able to get through
0: it. Or just jump in with blind faith. Yeah, but what is faith? Right, what is that? What do you have faith in? I mean... (laughs) You can have faith in a lot of things. Right. You have faith in the pilot when he's flying, you know, flying the plane. You got faith in what? The person on the yellow (laughs)
1: line. Right. On the (laughs) yellow line driving at 80 miles an hour going the opposite way on a one-way road. I mean, we put our faith in things all day long. That's right. I sat down in this chair. I put total faith (laughs) that it was going to hold my butt, let me tell you. But I mean, I didn't question it. That's right. But God's like, without faith, and he's talking about himself, you can't please God. Right. And so I just, I really wanted to unpack that. And I feel like there are times when I am laser focused because I believe that number two in that dictionary was correct, that our faith and trust has got to be found in mm-hmm. Christ alone, mm-hmm. in our father in mm-hmm. heaven. Mm-hmm. That's where our faith is. Right. I'm not going to put my faith in people,
0: right. in places, they'll in will always let you down. Everything right. else, worldly, will let you down. That's right. It will God self-destruct. God will not let you down. Right.
1: So it's like... I, I, I recognize this time, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was December first, two thousand. No, no, December first, nineteen ninety-five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I got a big chunk of cash into the agency, and I, at lunch, decided to take my little zipper bag, mm-hmm. my blue Home Savings of America. They don't. They're not <laughs> even around anymore. Zipper bag down Ventura Boulevard to go make the deposit at the bank.
0: That's right.
1: And I walk in and literally, buddy, this, everybody had the same idea, like go at lunch. Right. And, you know, having a sniper for a dad on the SWAT team, he always goes, don't be carrying a lot of cash, go during the day when there's lots of people. So I thought, I'm just going to get in line. And that's when I met Miss Impatient. And she was like in her 50s. She's probably my age right now. Mm-hmm. I was like 49. <laughs> she's probably was probably like 50, 51, dressed to the nines. Yep. She had the rocket Gibraltar Gibraltar on one of her fingers. I mean, she had diamond tennis bracelets, big old carrot earrings, and she was lit that there was a line. And so I said, well, why don't you go in front of me? And she's like, okay. And she steps in front of me. She goes, not that that really helps. There's still three people in front of you. And in my mind, I'm thinking, isn't there a direct deposit line? Like what happened to that line? Like a fast pass? It was if the teller could read my mind, someone goes, does anybody have a direct deposit? And I go, I do? Mm. So I wave my blue bag, zipper <laughs> bag, and I dart. And of course, Mission Patience just ticked off now, right? Because right? Right, right, right. I take, she probably had to get money out to pay for her diamonds. <laughs> so I go to the direct deposit line and I'm unzipping my bag, getting the cash out and my slip. And all of a sudden, I realized the guy that was standing right behind me, who he was fidgety too. I thought people were just fidgety say they had to get back from lunch, you right, know? Right. Whips this white T-shirt off of his hand, like kind of unravels it in yeah. a circle, and there was a semi-automatic oh gun, goodness. and he goes, Everybody down. Oh my gosh. I hit the floor like there was a you know 6.0 earthquake in, right. in LA, right. Right. right? I just hit the ground of this marble floor. Right. I am literally burying my face in the in the wall of the teller. I hear him jump over the top. I'm closing my eyes, I'm thinking if I don't right. see him, right. he's not gonna kill me. That's right. And I and I, in that moment, I cry out to who? Jesus. That's right. Because there's only one person that's going to save me right here. That's right. So as I'm burying my face in there, I feel this tap on my hand. And I'm like, oh,
0: buddy. it's the killer. Like,
1: what's going on? It's the bank robber. But I heard some stuff behind the tellers. So I take my fingers and kind of open them and peek through my eye. And I look over and it's Miss Impatient. <laughs> I'm like... Why is she trying to have a conversation? (laughs) And she looked weird. Her face looked totally different. And I'm looking at her and she's like, your wing. Your wing. wing. I realized what was wrong. She had sucked her ring, her tennis bracelet, her earrings, all all in her mouth.
0: mouth. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) It was like Pirates of the Caribbean right there, right? And she's like. (laughs) your wing like 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 I give a crap about my wedding ring at this moment right you see what people worship by what they forget she had shoved it all in her mouth it was all popping out like (laughs) a chipmunk and I'm looking at her going shut up like don't bring attention to us right right so I'm burying my face into the into the the side of the teller and I hear him jump back over onto our side and I'm just like blend in Chalene right can you once in your life blend in and then I hear these footsteps Coming oh my, my way. Gosh. And I did not look, but my, my, I was looking straight down at the ground uh-huh. and he walks up. He goes, and you with the direct deposit oh bends God. down and all that went through my mind was every movie I'd ever seen of a bank robbery. That He was going to grab me under my armpit, pull me up, put the gun to my head and go open the safe or she dies. Oh and I'm like, Jesus, save me. Like in the name of Jesus. I didn't care who believed that I believed right. in Jesus. Right. I don't care. Right. If you're, whatever you believe, I believe in Jesus Christ. And I'm like, Lord, may it be a clean bullet. I don't want to be a burden to anybody. Just let it go straight through and maybe no problem. But instead he bends down. I could feel his Ooh, breath on me yuck. to this day. Ooh. The smell of him. I could, I could literally identify him from his spell today. Right. And he grabs the bag and it brushes my leg oh my and gosh. he walks out.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And nobody moves. Right. And then all of a sudden the teller goes, okay, you're free to get up now. He's gone. And as I got up, I was like, I put faith in a lot of things, mm-hmm. in my job, in, in, in am I going to have money to pay the bills mm-hmm. next month, mm-hmm. uh, in, in relationships, in, in, in jumping into a new uh, time in my life. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, it's just like what they say about uh, people in war mm-hmm. and soldiers. Mm-hmm. There's no atheist in a foxhole. <laughs> like in a moment, you choose this day what you're going to worship. My faith got so focused right. that nobody could deny Right. No one would deny that I had completely claimed Jesus as Lord. That's right. there's nobody, right? And I'm like, how do you harness that though, on a day in day out non bank robbery moment?
0: And I don't know if you have a, a moment like that. No, it's a conscious decision, I think, because our world is you know so busy and loud and i mean it takes a conscious effort for us to continue to just keep our eyes focused on the lord and it's very very difficult but yeah i remember a time where it was when my dad um let's see i think he passed about five years ago 2013 uh, right that's right and i remember uh going into the hospital and it was the weirdest thing because the hospital was under construction and the chaplain came out he was the one that welcomed us into <laughs> into the opera, uh, the the emergency room i mean there was no staff or anything i mean it's really weird but it was weird having this chaplain welcome us anyway we were all together and um i guess my dad um flatlined And the chaplain came in and said, you know, we're working on your dad, and uh, it doesn't look good, and, you know, I'm going to bring you in after they, you know, kind of get him, you know, hopefully they'll be able to revive him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just ran out of that, the area that I was in, and I went into a hallway, and I just dropped to my knees. The only place I could go to the lord and i just dropped to my knees i put my face just down on the ground and i just said lord i know he's going to be with you if you if this is the day that he should go but could you just give us some more time Mm. give us some more time because this was so sudden we didn't know and uh and i just yeah I always thought my dad was just going to live forever. Sure. My dad was a strong guy. Marine. He was a Marine, yeah. you know, the whole thing. And so this was just so uh, – I, I couldn't even comprehend my dad dying. Let alone
1: flatlining. Yeah. Right. And so uh,
0: – but you know what? Um They did, they, you know, they were able to get him back and then they transported him to another hospital. But I really felt that the Lord heard my prayers and it was a time where I was so focused and so just pleading and asking. I know his will, you know, whether my dad passed at that time or not, um, but it was just a a really focused time of just pleading with him to just give me a little bit more time with him. Mm. I could tell him I loved him and, you know. I remember when you called me about that. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember that time when we were in um, Uganda with Betty? Oh yes. Do you remember when we were sitting on that bed and we were praying together, the three of us? Mm-hmm. I think that was the first time that I totally felt the Holy Spirit with us in prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was an experience. Yeah. And she was so. She was anointed. She was. And This uh, young African yeah.
1: girl, just so you know who Betty is, she was a young girl we met when we were over in Uganda. Uh-huh. We went over to go to, at the end of our trip, we went on a safari. We had right. been serving the poor all week mm-hmm. for 10 days, and we went to this place called Moya. And this young girl said, may I
0: give you a massage? massage. And you went in. You had it done first. Then you're like, buddy, Barbara, you got to go. this isn't a massage. <laughs> this is like- This uh, woman prayed over yeah, us.
1: And so then she brought us both in and said, I uh-huh. want to pray over your life. Yeah. She had to be in her 20s. Yeah. And this faith in her story and what she has come from, mm-hmm. she's not putting her faith in her circumstances. Right. She's putting her faith in the true and living God. And that's why that verse is powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, in Hebrews it says, Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we can't see. That's right. And yet we we put our faith in what we can see, see and, what right. we're, and what we can make happen. That's right. I mean, work hard.
0: You mean? Well, we, we, we. we, we. we.
1: Mm-hmm. And, but yet the, it goes on in Hebrews to say, and yet without faith, you can't please God. And see what is crazy about faith, and it's probably going to be crazy to you guys as you're listening to it, because it is for me every time I say this, the mystery of just God and his, and his word is that the things that we see, that we see today, mm-hmm. people, the trees, the flowers, the sunsets, all of that is not made out of things that were visible. And so we need to understand that until we really study who God is, it's going to be very difficult because you can just go to the news just in 2018 mm-hmm. and turn it on and watch as... We go about our lives with an unspoken faith that everything's going to be well. We go to work, we send our kids to school, we go for a jog, we do our everyday things. And yet just in this year alone, I mean, just this last summer, just summer, just a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. this woman went to work in L.A., at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear about this on the news? I don't know. No. This crazed criminal fleeing the police crashes his car into the place of her work and engages in a shootout and she dies. She just went to go to work. Yeah. What about the children in February of 2018? Right. Parents right. sent yep. them in Florida. That's right. On Valentine's Day.
0: Not expecting anything. Some freak. Occurrence.
1: Mental illness comes in. 17 of them dead. Did mm-hmm. not come home from school. Yeah. Right. And is that like a safe place to send your kids for an education? Right. Right. You're going to be with your teacher. Here's your lunchbox. No. So it's like the ballistic missile, uh, that oh, thing in Hawaii, in Hawaii right. inbound, right. it's going to land in 22 minutes. I mean, that to me, I remember Bryce going, what would you have done? And I said, if I had been at a Starbucks or something and that had happened and I was, you know, they're getting my ice cream tea. I would have probably stood up on the counter and said, listen, you got 22 minutes. So you might have been flipping him off your whole life, but this is a thief on the cross kind of moment for you, yeah. right? right? You have an opportunity. You were given 22 minutes to mm. get yourself right with the Lord because He draws a line at your heart, not at what you've done your whole life. Mm. And I think that that's what I love so much. If God is not a God of second chances, if there's no story in the Bible that proves that more than the day He's dying for us on the cross mm. and two criminals get nailed next to Him, one on the right, one on the left. Mm-hmm. Their whole lives, I mean, they were like terrorists. Right. Everyone hated them. People were cheering that they were getting right. nailed. They deserved it. Right. And the guy on the left goes, if you're really God, the son of God, mm. tell him to get, get you down and then take us, get us down too. Right. And yet the thief on the right goes, do you not fear God? Mm. Like we're up here because we did crap. We deserve to be up here. But this man, meaning Jesus, right. he did nothing wrong. Did right. See, the pride of the guy on the left, still worried about himself, still he's going to be the savior of his own world, right? Mm -hmm. He deserves to come off and maybe rip off some more people, right? Right. But the thief on the right, Mm. he never got down off that cross. The best day of his life was that he got nailed on a cross next to Jesus. That was the best day of that guy's life. And he says to God, which Jesus, which was so interesting, he goes, when you go... To heaven or to God or whatever he said in the verse, I, got, I, I don't have it here in front of me. He said, Will you remember me? Like in the future, like right. when you die and you go to be with, with, with your Father in heaven, mm-hmm. will you remember right. me?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Jesus said, Today. Today you'll today. be with me. And that's what I want the listeners to understand. If yes. I spot you with anything, yes. it's today. Yep. You don't need to feel guilty for 18 years because of what you did or where you've been or who you've hurt. God will
0: meet you right yeah. where you're today at. Today,
1: you can be with him in paradise. You can turn from whatever you're doing mm-hmm. and have a new day because God is a God of second chances. Right. And if you're going to put your faith in something, that's where we need to put our full weight, our full faith, because tomorrow isn't promised to any of us. And we arrogantly think that we have another day. And that's the truth. I'll be really honest. I'm going to be very transparent right now. I did not wake up today and think I'm going to die. Right. You just don't. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just the way God made our human nature or what, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I didn't wake up today and go, Barb, just so you know, Mm -hmm. after we do this podcast, I'm dying. (laughs) Like, this is my day. I'm going to heaven. Want to have a little party for me? Let's go grab a little cheesecake. I don't know. You know, (laughs) but today's my day because you just don't. No, you don't think about that. That's why it's so important that you don't waste a moment Mm -hmm. to cry out to your Savior. That guy didn't need to go meet with a priest or a pastor. He didn't know to be baptized. He didn't need to go do do good works. He didn't have to go feed the poor. He didn't have to go wash people's feet. He didn't have to go apologize to the whole village that he was a total crook to his whole life. Come on. Come on. And so I think that sometimes we think we need to add something to it. Mm -hmm. And the powerful thing about that whole scene this beautiful scene, the day God died, sent his son Jesus to die for you and me. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about splashing some blood on us that Mm -hmm. was going to cover everything in my life, Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. I love what this commentary said. This is the only time in the Bible that that the Lord talks about a deathbed conversion, Mm -hmm. and it has to do with the thief on the cross. Mm -hmm. And the commentary says... It's there to show that God's abundant grace and mercy extends to our very last breath, right? Mm -hmm. It's an assurance so that nobody would despair, but there's only one incidence so that no one will presume. God doesn't want you to wait for your deathbed. He wants you to experience life abundantly here and now connected to Him so that no one can boast. It's like, so then Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists mm-hmm. and that he, reward, that he rewards those who earnestly seek him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is God's faithfulness to us that should compel us to focus our faith. Get very focused faith to seek mm-hmm. Him and ask Him to grow our tiny seed of flickering faith into an unstoppable force for love. Mm-hmm. And that's what my desire and our desire, buddy, is for listening. And even for my life, my desire for you is I do have flickering faith moments. Right. I'm like, I don't believe that's going to happen. That's probably not going to come through. I'm not going to be negative. but I, And instead, when I focus on who God is, not what Shalene can do, mm-hmm. then it gets focused and it almost... Goes to a whole nother level. Like, if someone, anybody that was there the day Jesus died, nobody would believe that the dude on the left went to heaven. Right. Nobody. They knew his whole life story. Right. No one would believe it. But guess what? There were two criminals on that cross, and one went to heaven, nailed right next to Jesus, and one went to hell.
0: That's right. And
1: it's like, which one are you? Right. Which one are you going to be? Smoking or non smoking? (laughs) Right. Smoking or non-smoking section, but that's crazy that they both had the opportunity, yeah. to to completely get forgiven to, to God to draw the line at their heart and to today He says today you'll, you'll be, be impaired. In Don't worry about me thinking about you later. That's today,
0: right. today, that's
1: right. Drop the mic, mm-hmm. like. And you know how hard I mean, in every passage I've read about the crucifixion, I mean, you could only speak when you're exhaling. It's so painful, right? I mean, you're (gasps) to try to get your breath, and Mm -hmm. Jesus to love him so much, knowing Mm. the past that he has. But that's how powerful the blood is. I mean, when he said to tell us die, when he said it was finished, he meant it. And for some reason, we think that we've done something that is so outrageous. And what we don't realize is when we believe that, we're cheapening the blood Mm -hmm. on the cross. Because he says, I said it's finished. You are forgiven as far as the east is from the west. Mm -hmm. Quit looking back. There's a reason the windshield is bigger on a car than the rearview mirror. If you drive looking in your rearview mirror, you're going to get an accident. Mm -hmm. Note to self, AAA, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) So we've got to be looking, fixing our eyes ahead, focused on the cross. Because he said, it's finished. So run the race set before you. Fixing your eyes on me with focused faith. So I'm going to be so careful. I think one of the things that I'm excited about this episode, Mm -hmm. about focused faith, I want to be so careful when I throw out that word, but just have faith. God sees everything. He's got it. Mm -hmm. I mean it in a positive way, but if the person receiving it doesn't understand the power Mm
0: -hmm.
1: of what faith means, I want to educate them about that first. Like We need to understand where faith comes from. It's... It's not that I'm faithful. Like, don't get it wrong. It's God is faithful. Mm -hmm. And that's why we can have ridiculous faith and experience the power of an absurdly, unbelievably good God, this ark building, lion taming, water parting, epic God. It's because it's absurdly, unbelievably unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited for this season. We have so many cool guests coming on. We do. And Jono... Okay, yep. remember John? Oh, you, the guy yeah, who got John, you know lost catch. both hands, mm-hmm. both feet. He met. The donor's family that Mm -hmm. gave him a hand. And I did not, he did not tell Barbara and I the story because we wanted him to come in the splash zone and we're gonna hear it for the first time with you. But he um, got to meet them. Is that crazy? I can't
0: wait. I can't wait to
1: hear that story. And like the mom, like that was your son's hand. Like what did she say? And like, did she just wanna kiss it? I know. I'm I'm like, can I just cuddle your hand for a second? I'm thinking if that was Blake, my son's hand. And I just, Ah, oh, so that's going to be exciting. We have also some other really cool mm-hmm. guests coming on. Laura mm-hmm. Pettit's flying in. Mm-hmm. Her husband, Andy Pettit, from the mm-hmm. New York Yankees five-time mm-hmm. World Series mm-hmm. rings. I put them all on every mm-hmm. finger. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a bit of a baller. Yeah, awesome. she's great. She's So great. we do. We have a lot of fun guests this season, and we love your feedback, and we love oh, um, any... Any ideas that you have or topics yeah, that you want to us to cover? We're to hear from
0: you. We're just so excited. We, we're, we look every day. We want, we want comments. <laughs> yes. We want to see what you're thinking, what you're saying. Yes. What you're, we, we love the feedback. So please, please do that.
1: Yes. And please, after hearing this episode, we want to encourage you to stay focused in your splashing this week. Mm-hmm. And thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.